How's the cadence, by the way? We're doing a lot more than uh, I had initially thought we would. Well, we've got a lot to talk about, so it's just kind of working nicely. Perfect. Welcome to Active Discourse, the technology roundtable podcast. We are coming to you on a slightly off cycle. Uh, I know last time at the end of the show, we promised that we'd be talking about the Galaxy... What is it? The S20? The S20. Could be the S11. <laughs> or the S11. It, we don't know yet. Yeah, technically... All the rumors say it's going to be the S20, but that's what we promised. But we're going to talk about a different Galaxy today. We're going to talk about the Galaxy Tab S6. I am one of your co-hosts, Brett. I am the iPad user on the show. And I'm Bo, and I'm just here to show off today. Uh, but first, before we dig into the uh, topic of the day, uh, I want to share some quick follow-up. Because the last time we talked, we were discussing the concept of activediscourse.com domain as a whole and that we didn't own it and we didn't want you to buy it from underneath our feet and we're not very trusting apparently yeah because as soon as we were done talking i went on to hover and bought a domain which is activediscourse.com so now we own it yay We have a pretty basic version of our website up there right now it's just based off of our podcast host it looks good, um, but we have something uh, pretty fun coming up soon, too. So uh, we're currently working on that, and we're going to have uh, more to share on activediscourse.com in the future. But right now, feel free to check it out if you want. So that's the only follow-up I have. Just another one of our developing stories, trademark, copyright, 2020. So the topic for the day is the Galaxy Tab S6. So since we last spoke about the Galaxy Tab S6 in October... When I bought it pretty much on a whim. And almost immediately after we had talked before. Like, I think it was in (laughs) September we were talking about the Apple Keynote. And I think we talked about the Tab S6 just in abstract. And then immediately you purchased it. So this is a a fun trend that we're starting on our show. So last last we spoke about it in October, and I'm going to open up the curtains a little bit about uh, hosting a show. Uh, this episode, the Galaxy Tab S6 that we posted in October, Bo's review of it, uh, that episode was experienced ex- exclusively organic growth. At that point in our podcast history, essentially, I was not actively promoting the show onto Twitter, onto Reddit, etc. It was only word of mouth because we were still practicing, getting getting our feet wet or so, and uh, I had not posted it anywhere. I had not told someone online, really, that this existed. But ever since then, that episode has been our highest viewed episode by a pretty noticeable margin. Uh, and so clearly, it's a topic that people like to listen to we i think we tapped into a niche so we're going to talk about it and i'm also very interested to hear bo's uh continued thoughts on it now that we're on the other side of christmas so yeah and you know, so here I, we are with yeah. the active discourse extended review <laughs> yeah re a revisit really and i think we'll revisit every so often because yep. i think the galaxy tab s6 is honestly a more interesting product than the ipad because the ipad is a a big name and it's People know about the iPad, but there's a ton of growth that is possible for the Tab S6. So we're going to start letting you talk here now, Bo. And I want to know, uh, on the Galaxy Tab S6, 
your day-to-day use after six months of having it it's no longer the new hotness in your house what does it fulfill in your life right now okay so first of all i never really thought that i would use it constantly i i pretty much always knew that i was gonna be a pretty casual user of it um but that being said i use it quite a bit and um, again, for more casual use cases, but I'm, I really like it. Like the screen is still super tasty. Uh, the battery seems to last forever. Uh, I, and I, I know we had talked in the original, uh, kind of initial review, uh, of the tab S six. I was, uh, a little weirded out about the pen placement, but now that I've had the, the case on, I, I have no complaints at all it, just because it sits so nicely and is covered by the, the case itself um, that it, it does not bother me at all. Um, okay. So my uses for the Tab S6, uh, a lot of it has been uh, writing notes, media streaming. Um, I'm still toying with Caustic, which is the Android app that I used to create the uh, active discourse outro theme uh, for the podcast. Uh, so I'm still toying with that. Uh, I've used it to, you know, do some remote stuff and, you know, it's, it's been working out really well and it's really easy to whip out compared to my laptop. So been handy. So the last we spoke as well, I believe you were going to be re- uh, returning the keyboard attachment. Did you actually end up doing that? I did. Yes. Um, Okay. I, so you didn't use it much, did you? No, I I put it on and I I just kind of got a feel for it and it didn't really click with me. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it was. It uh, I really did like the feel of it. The keys were nice and clicky, and the the touchpad on there was really responsive with the multi touch and it had some gestures and stuff like that. Uh, and it. Uh, you know, I, I, it would have been really great to use, but uh, I preferred having something like a portfolio case that really wrapped around the device. I guess I'm a little paranoid like that. I don't go caseless like you. You're a little braver than I. I pseudo go caseless. The the iPad smart folio or whatever it's called is wrap around it, but the edges are exposed. It's it's pseudo caseless, but yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Like the top and the bottom are mostly exposed on on mine yeah. with this case. So the Galaxy Tab S6 that you have, it comes it came with the S Pen. And I am curious to know, this is kind of tapping into a future episode for us, possibly. Maybe this next episode that we're going to talk on. Um, but has the uh, S Pen made you feel like you want to have that on your next phone? Or are you satisfied with it on your tablet? I think I'm satisfied with it on the tablet. I The ones that come with the phones are smaller and I'm already thinking that I, I would have liked to have a little bit bigger of a pen. Like it's, I, it's super portable and it, it attaches to the device and stuff like that. Uh, I get it, but it could always just be a little bit. I'm trying to phrase this without having somebody follow it up with phrasing. <laughs> okay. It could always just be a little bit more substantial. <laughs> okay. You know, All it's right. it's right. it's pretty thin and the the 
the one that comes with the uh, Tab S6 is is um, kind of squared off. It's a little bit rectangular, um, whereas a, a real pen is is more circular. And uh, I know the Apple Pencil is more of a circular utensil, <laughs> but uh, I think if I was going to use it for a longer period of time than I currently am, I would have liked it to be a little bigger. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it on a tablet. It's really nice. Uh, the ones that come with the phones are smaller because obviously the notes, they, the pens have to insert into the device. So they have to be pretty small. Um, and I, I don't, I just don't think I would use it as much on a phone, even with the bigger screen, such as the ones on the notes. I, I don't think I would use it there. Um, and I, I did see, uh, the new note up close, uh, my brother's girlfriend got one, so um, I didn't use it, but just looking at it and seeing her use the pen, it uh, didn't seem like something that I would do on a phone, but I do really like it and use it on the on the tablet. So if you were to say the top two apps for your Tab S6, what are the top two apps that you use on a Honestly, basis? it's pretty similar to my phone for... Okay the majority of the time that I spend on it. Um, I use the same Reddit app, which is boost for Android. Okay. Um, other than that though, I have used Artflow, which I'm sure there's still a better, uh, drawing or painting app for Android. I just haven't really gone out looking for one. Um, but Artflow is, is pretty nice. And over a couple of the holidays between October and now, um, my niece actually really loved using the pen and, and painting me pictures on my tablet for me. She did a, like one for Thanksgiving with a turkey that um, she would even say did not look like a turkey at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, I think she painted something for me. Um, and she she really liked drawing on there and stuff. She'd pretty much take it from me when or you know ask for it when she showed up. Cool. So you've you've been carrying it around with you outside your house to family and friends, and that's your kind of mobile computer. Because I don't think yep. you brought your laptop with you, did you? Correct. Cool. Okay. Okay. So, how about Android apps? Um, are there any new apps that you've found since uh, last we spoke? Anything that is jumping out at you as something you've fallen in love with per se? For, for there actually is not. Although one thing that I do on my tablet that I don't on my phone is have rotating wallpapers. Such mm-hmm. a simple thing, but I have an app. Uh, I believe the one I'm using is called Wally. W a all. Excuse me. W a l l i. What do you mean, ro- uh, wallpapers that don't rotate? What does that mean? Okay, so not like screen rotating. So the wallpaper changes over time. Um, so I like that. I do that on my tablet, but for some reason I don't like that on my phone. On my phone, I like to have the same wallpaper. I'm pretty sure I've had the same wallpaper on my phone since I got it. And probably since my last phone, I think I just carried the wallpaper over, but on my tablet, for some reason, I like the wallpaper to change. Sure. And funny enough, that's also not the way i operate on my pc my desktop wallpaper is the same for a long time huh like the, the last time you were here i had the um uh, i use wallpaper engine on steam yep. which is allows you to use animated 
desktop wallpapers and things like that. And so you remember mine is like the solar system with the planets and the sun floating in the water. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still using that because wow. for some reason on my phone and my desktop, I like to use the same wallpaper for long periods of time. But on my tablet, for whatever reason, it rotates and I like to see the variety. And oh, yeah. It, I, I wish that was a native feature on more platforms. So it's obviously a native feature on Windows. It's a native mm. feature on Mac OS. It's not a native feature on iOS. It's not a native feature on iPad OS. And I'm not sure I, if you can do it in stock Android or not, actually. Interesting. And, and so in, in stock Android, they should have that as well. Yeah, it, it definitely I love should. It. Yeah. Love it. And that's one thing that I would love to have on my iPad. That is absolutely a desktop feature that should come over to the iPad. Yeah, and it's, it's very simple. You know, at, at the simplest, it's um, you give it a folder from your gallery and it'll just rotate through them, you know, cool. or you That's can, great. you can set time periods and things like that. Um, okay. with, with, uh, Wally in particular, you can set, um, I, I'm pretty sure you can just give it like categories of, of, um, wallpapers that you like. So okay. I like space a lot. So space categories, or you could do nature or cars or something like that. And it'll just find new wallpapers for you and rotate them out. So cool. it's it's not right. really an active use of the tablet, but while I'm using it, um, it's just a passive thing. While I'm using it, I see new wallpapers, and my home screen gets freshened up and looks kind of different and new every time I come oh. back to it. That's sweet. Okay. Other than that, I pretty much use the same apps that I use on my phone, um, except for Caustic, which is the music app, uh, music production app that I mentioned earlier, and that I made the active discourse theme song from and drawing or painting apps like Artflow. Right. Okay. So are there any apps on your tablet that you feel take advantage of the tablet space that um, isn't available on your phone? Any extra tablet specific features that you know are available only on the tablet, which aren't available on the phone. Have you seen many of those features? Um, not in particular, Really, I mean okay. the the uh, the Twitter and Reddit apps that I use take advantage of the screen size because they um, they give you the thread list and the comments on the right, and you know they split the screen and and use it more effectively. Uh, that's pretty standard in in most responsive apps. Um, I can't imagine using Caustic on a smaller screen. I'm sure it'd work, but it would be pretty cramped. So for for a lot of kind of production type things or, you know, photo editing, video editing, sound editing, you kind of need the screen real estate. And I I, I don't think I would enjoy using something like that on my phone, but the the larger screen on the tablet really makes it uh, worthwhile. It gives you space to work. Similar situation is true on my side as well, where the uh, app that I edit this podcast in, uh, Ferret Recording Studio, um, that is available both on iPad and on iPhone. I have not installed the iPhone version of that because I just can't imagine that. I, I'm happy they did it. I'm glad the developer did it, but there's yeah. no way. In the Seems world like I'm an exercise it. in frustration, personally. Yeah, totally does. <laughs> so, okay. So, how about uh, upgrade cycle on this bad boy? Do you uh, what? What are you thinking about that? How often do you think you're gonna need to upgrade this thing? I don't think I would update it for several years. So it's much longer uh, than the phone cycle. Yeah, I had my last tablet for seven years. So 
this one would probably last me quite a while. Yeah. Because the last one I had was a Nexus 7 2012. I I don't think you used it as heavily, though, in the later half of the years. Yeah. No, because that one actually compared to the 2013 model, not to get too deep into it, but it had um, some pretty serious hardware limitations that made it kind of unpleasant to use after a few years. It degraded pretty quickly. It uh, got pretty slow and, and things like that. Even, even rooting it and putting new ROMs on there wasn't going to save it because it was actually the basically the flash storage that was degrading. Uh, the 2013 oh, wow. model didn't have that issue, used different um, storage modules. So unfortunately, I just kind of had to truck through the slowness and, and eventually just kind of stopped using it. But for the first few years, yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah. But awesome thing about the way technology has progressed is that that Nexus 7 was basically the same physical size as the Tab S6. And yet the screen on the Tab S6 is way bigger. The bezels were just monstrous on those old tablets. Yeah, Yeah, we've come a long way. The iPad Pro that I have right now is the same weight as the original iPad that came out in 2010. And it has a 13-inch screen and a lot of amazing features on it. Isn't that awesome? So Yes, it's amazing. (laughs) So you also mentioned uh, remote desktop from your tablet to your PC. Uh, How is that experience? I've I've pretty much only used it in a pinch or if I just didn't feel like lugging my laptop out. Uh it's it's easy enough to do that I use Team Viewer um which uh at home I can do uh, a local only connection or if I'm out and about I can do uh a remote connection over the internet. Um okay. So it it works really well just like it does from my laptop to my desktop. But depending on what I'm doing, like a lot of the times what I'd like to do is remote in and, and mess with code. And the screen real estate really helps out with that. When you remote into your desktop, does it zoom the screen out basically so that it tries to do pixel for pixel it, accuracy? Or does it present like a shrunken resolution of what your screen would be by default or maybe i changed the setting way back when uh team viewer does full resolution so it's simply zoomed out but you can change the resolution of your remote computer so that it would uh, make things bigger but then you know again you're you're kind of losing real estate by doing that so in the case of code, even if you go widescreen, you're losing the horizontal space where your code is heading toward. Um, for for coding, ideally, you really should be keeping those lines narrow, but there's just some times where it gets going, and before you know it, you're heading to the edge of the screen. <laughs> you're, you're jumping off the cliff, and... Uh, you know, it's you'd like to avoid it, but um, you, you, having that real estate really helps. And and even even without that, if you'd like to put two windows side by side and look at one thing while you're coding, like see the documentation or something, or put up a video, you know, you, you don't really have the room to do that. So uh, yeah. it's still nice to have my laptop, which is a 15 inch display yep. that that gives me a lot lot more room to do things like that. 
So you use your laptop as a remote into your uh, desktop. Now, do you, since it's a 15, it should be pretty uh, capable to handle non-remote capabilities too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. do you even need to remote in very frequently? Not usually, no, it? especially yeah. with um, with the way modern development kind of works. You can you can push things back and forth and keep them in sync with version right. control, and it's not really an issue. Yeah, okay. All right. So uh, the future of Android tablets, just in general, uh, the big, this is the biggest concern that I had in October, honest to God, is that it doesn't really seem like Google puts a ton of time or effort into their Android tablets. Um, and now that you've used it for several months, uh, is this really even a concern to you at all? What are your thoughts on the future of Android tablets? I think they're still going to be around. I, I, I think that uh, Samsung has an opportunity to still capture some of the the market with these. Uh, and I, I mean, they already have. They have a decent segment of the market already for tablets. But obviously the iPad has a lot of mind and market share um, in terms of tablets. I think for a little while they're still going to have the creatives and the professionals that currently use the iPads. Uh, I, I don't really think Samsung's done quite enough to capture that, um, I don't want to say high-end, but that part of the market yet. But for someone like me, who is using this from a range between casual and professional, it's a really great device. And for someone who's on the casual end of that spectrum, it's going to be a great great spectacular device you know for media consumption reading it's it's really phenomenal i I, i'm curious about the future of android tablets because the thing is it seems clear and clear every single year that the ipad is a, a successful product that this is not a product category that's going away and honest to god like there can if the ipad is really the only commercially successful uh tablet which I, outside of the Microsoft Surface, which in some respects is more or less a, a laptop more than it is a tablet. Um, and sorry if you if that starts a fight inside your inside either your the inside the listener's <laughs> brain, but it, it is it's it's a laptop. And that's not to say that's a bad thing. That's a different approach to taking to tablets. But the iPad is no backwards compatibility with traditional desktops. It's a tablet only. And I believe that that is the definition of a tablet-esque market. And just like the Tab S6 here, that is a real tablet. Not to say that the Surface is bad, but anyway. So the iPad and the Surface, I guess, can prove whether or not a tablet computer is a viable product to replace whatever or to be a supplemental product in people's lives. And over the long term, Microsoft and Apple can both basically try to figure out the different paths that tablets can take. And when it the market solidifies, that would then allow a future uh, Android competitor to come in and say, all right, we see how what Microsoft learned. We see what Apple learned over the course of several years. Let's just implement something new here. 
And so in the time period, while iPad and Surface have all the mind share, Samsung can basically be working kind of in the shadows, essentially, and saying, all right, let's see what we can place in here so that we're not caught completely flat footed when we want to put the gas on on this product. So I don't know. I think that the future could be bright for uh, Android tablets. Uh, I guess it just depends on mm-hmm. when it goes. I, I think Microsoft is going to play a big role in that uh, later this year and next year and the years to come uh, because obviously they've got a Surface device that's going to be releasing that runs Android. Right. And it's yep. uh, a folding phone. So it it's, uh, I mean, it's still kind of wide. We've talked about this. It's still fairly wide when it's folded, but it folds out and becomes... Uh, a fairly small tablet, relatively speaking. So, yeah. and that that's Microsoft coming out with an Android tablet, which, yeah. you know, going back to a couple episodes ago was something that a few years ago people would have said was impossible. There's no way Microsoft's going to put Android in anything. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, there's there's a lot of room to grow in the tablet market. And I think that the, the dual screen Surface devices that Microsoft is going to be releasing later this year are, are going to be one of the most exciting things so uh, excited happen. so that'll be pretty that'll be pretty cool mm-hmm. so well more to come on android tablets we'll probably revisit this a little bit later on as well so but that so far is the uh recap on the galaxy tab s6 i've got one little comment yes sir what's up and i debated on whether or not i was going to talk about this because okay. it took me far longer to figure it out than i'd care to admit okay okay i was running into a dead spot with the pen and there might be some people who listen to this and know exactly why it was happening and they might call me an idiot (laughs) and maybe i am but still dead spot on the pen yeah there was just this like quarter sized space on my screen where the pen was not writing it would just skirt around it oh and I had no idea what was going on. And before people let this run wild, it was not the device. (laughs) So the case, and actually my niece, when she was drawing on it, like I mentioned earlier, she noticed this. She tried to draw in one spot and it just would not draw. Well, I figured it out because I took the tablet out of the case and realized while it was out of the case that it was being caused by the case (laughs) caused by the case. So where, where is this actually happening? Like uh, paint a, paint a visual picture for me where on the screen is not being responded to. So it was like a quarter sized circle, uh, maybe an inch from the, like in um, landscape mode, about an inch from the top and an inch from the right. Roughly. And, I figured it out while it was out of the case that it was being caused by the case because there's a magnet in the portfolio case that I own. Oh. And so the magnet was interfering with the pen's mojo. When the, (laughs) when the portfolio case was on. So So it's when I, it's when I flip the portfolio. Well, actually, so the portfolio case has the magnet behind the device. Yeah. In the part that's like attached, not to the yeah. part that swings off. Yeah. So apparently the pen through the device and through 
some of the material of the case, it gets hit by this magnet and it uh, it doesn't work. It can't draw <laughs> in that region it's, of the screen. It's entirely temporary. Like if you move the magnet, it still works, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if I take the case off, it works on that part of the screen just fine. So it's not the screen. It's not the pen. It's because of this magnet. <laughs> it's science, man. Man, well, it's it's science, but it's also quality control. Okay, so I've really limited myself from from critiquing it, but because I don't own I don't own the Tab S6, but man, there's magnets on the iPad too, and I've never run into that problem at all. Magnets in the case for an iPad in the case on the back uh, everywhere. It's it keeps the portfolio closed it also keeps the portfolio physically attached to the ipad it's magnetically attached the pen magnetically attaches to the top edge right right so are you talking about magnets that are in the device or magnets that are in a case that you put on the device both because there are magnets in the s6 too in the tab s6 there are magnets everywhere on the ipad pro there's magnets inside the case right There are magnets in the Tab S6, but it's not those that affect the pen. It's the one that is in the third-party case that I bought. Oh, it's a third-party case? Yes. Oh, okay, so it's not a... It's not a Samsung case. All right, all right, right. that's more forgivable. Because if it was a Samsung case that was causing that, that's just... Right, that would be totally fair to criticize. In this case, I mean, sure, it's still fair to criticize the third-party case manufacturer... There, there are magnets, like you said, in the S6, on the Tab S6, like on the side and on the back for the pen to attach to and yep. things like that. Those are not the ones that I'm talking about. There's one that's in the case, totally separate from Samsung and from the device. That's the yep. one that's affecting the pen. And I'm assuming it's far more powerful than the ones that are in the device itself. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Weird, man. it took Weird. me too long to figure it out it was an interesting issue and i kind of didn't think too much about it um sure. it was something i probably was gonna look up at one point and then i just kind of figured it out hey man magnets magnets man how do they work <laughs> <laughs> good old memes yes <laughs> Well, then I don't have any criticism to share because it's completely your fault because you bought a third party case. Yes, it's my <laughs> it's my own idiot fault. Yep. Yeah. So there are probably listeners right now calling me an idiot, and yeah. it's probably yeah. fair. They're being a little harsh. Yeah. It's, it's a, okay. It, it's a niche product. Yeah. Okay, so on that bombshell, we will close out this episode on the Tab S6, and if you... Uh, have any feedback to share with us uh, the tab s6 is a wealth of conversation it's the best android tablet out there right now so let us know any comments any any questions that might you might have for Bo if you're thinking about getting the tab s6 uh, he's an expert on it so let us know uh, otherwise any feedback if we had any typos mental errors whatever um, let us know anything uh, feel free to email us at active discourse at icloud.com and we are also on Twitter as well, at Active Discourse. We're tweeting the tweets all day long. So, thanks for talking to me about this again, Bo. Yep. We'll see you next time, and watch out for magnets.
has the S Pen usage on. Oh my god. That sounded bad. <laughs> my cat almost <laughs> fell off the cliff. <laughs> uh. Okay, let me restart that question. <laughs> god. Beep.